This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. All right, the world's number one ranked tennis player, Novik Djokovic, by the way, recently said while competing at the Tokyo Olympics, quote, pressure is a privilege. He went on to say, without pressure, there's no professional sport. If you're aiming to be at the top of the game, you better start learning how to deal with pressure and how to cope with those moments on the court, but also off the court, all the expectations. Although he was not directly asked about her, Jovic's supposed philosophy stands in contrast to this dance embodied by Simone Biles as she withdrew from the Olympics competition, some of them, because of her mental health. Biles and tennis star Naomi Osaka, among several Olympians who have spoken out about the immense pressure and challenges they faced leading up to the Tokyo Games. So most of us will not have the pressure of competing at the Olympics, but from time to time, we do face pressure. You're an actor. You go on auditions and you'd better perform. I, I'm assuming that because you go on auditions, you're, you're okay putting yourself in press, uh, stressful situations. I wouldn't, I don't know if I'm okay with it. I don't like it. It's, it's definitely not a fun thing. I mean, the more, I guess it kind of depends on how prepared you are, right? Like I feel comfortable going on a stage and doing improv. And uh, I think a lot of people would feel pressure that I don't feel comfortable hitting a chip shot on the golf course with the groundskeeper watching me. That's too much pressure to have someone outside my group uh, watching me. But I do agree with Djokovic's uh, comment on pressure is a privilege. It is a privilege. By the way, I really like what you said there. It's not pressure if you're prepared. Like if you've done all the work that you can do and then you do something, whether you fail or succeed, but what else could you have done other than all of the work you've done prepping? So I love that idea. That's cool. This idea, though, that pressure is a privilege is great in that not everybody faces pressure. Joe the plumber walks around life and never has any pressure on him, and maybe he likes it that way. But if you want to perform, you're going to have some pressure. Yeah. And I mean, I've thought about it a lot recently. We, you and I talked a while ago when Naomi Osaka pulled out of the French Open because she didn't want to have to talk to the press. And then most recently, Simone Biles. I don't, I still haven't fully figured out or processed what her thing is. It sounds to me more of like the yips. I think we talked about it before. It's like a safety thing. I don't think she's saying, I don't like the pressure. I think her body is physically not able to launch herself into the air and like not comfortable that she's going to land on her head. Anyway, the main thing I've kind of thought about more recently is these people are pretty young. Both of those, uh, Naomi and Simone are in their early twenties and it's like, they've made it this far and they are very talented, but like maybe the people around them didn't, didn't their camp didn't allow them to figure out or address, um, how they process pressure or process different things. And that could be a failure on them. Like we like to put them on like, Oh, Naomi Osaka, you need to be stronger, but also like there's something with her external forces, her camp, like not dealing with those things as well. And then you get these uh, pulling out of tournaments. Popping I really up. think this idea kind of translates to like the everyday person as well. Like for instance, yeah. if you become a policeman, 
at some particular point, you're probably going to come across someone who's got a gun and that's a high pressure situation. You probably shouldn't become a policeman if you don't want to deal with the dangerous situation. The other one would be like a doctor, right? If you're a doctor, I'm assuming at some point in your career, there's probably going to be a stressful situation and you shouldn't go into those professions if you don't want pressure. I mean, I think you can apply it to anything. I mean, the first time you can think about it is like uh, when you first start becoming attracted to people and the first time you talk to them, it's like very scary or taking a test. I mean, I've been prepared for tests and I'm like, this is easy peasy. Or I've been like, I remember right before I took the DAT, which is the equivalent of the MCAT for dentistry. I was driving to the test and I was so nervous. I pulled over and threw up because there was so much just like on it that because I had thought about doing that for most of my life. And it's just like, that can happen in any profession. You don't feel pressure going live on the air, but there is something knowing when that red light's on that you're talking to people. And if you screw up, there's implications to that, but you've done it so long, you probably feel less pressure, but I'm guessing the first time you hit a hot mic that was going to broadcast, you felt something. Yeah, absolutely. And every time I work at a new radio station or a new thing, I definitely feel pressure, which by the way, back to the thing is, I feel like it is sort of a gift because if there was no pressure, it would be no big deal. And I think putting yourself out there, getting out of your comfort zone is a good thing because you got to find out who you are. Yeah. And if there's like no stakes to it, then it could be an autonomous, like a robot could do it. So it's like the probably it's not always a direct correlation, but the more pressure probably the more meaningful whatever you're going to do is like if you're delivering packages and you don't interact with people you might feel well you might feel less pressure than if you're a cardiothoracic surgeon and if you look at their income it's probably going to be a little bit different i was also thinking this translates to for instance we just bought a condo a home for the first time there's pressure in that right because i thought thinking like what if i lost my job What if my wife lost her job? How are we going to pay for the bills? There's pressure in owning a home as opposed to renting where what's going to happen. You're not going to go bankrupt because you can't pay your bill. You're just going to be out on the street there. If you don't want the pressure, don't buy a home because I know people have walked away from homes and I, it just makes me angrier, but there's a little bit of pressure owning a home. Well, yeah. I mean, we know someone that was buying a place and I remember right after the offer got accepted, he freaked out and wanted to pull out of the deal. And like, you probably had some version of that right before you signed 800 pieces of paper with your name on it. Um, There's like this, if you sit in it or you fight or flight kicks in and you run, then maybe that pressure filled situations, not for you. You know, uh, I saw this recently, uh, Tucker Carlson, the guy from Fox was out somewhere at a coffee shop at some just sort of started accosting him, like, how could you say that? Da, 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 da. And I was thinking to myself, like, and Tucker's like, hey, could you just back away? And I, I thought, I was like, well, hey, Tucker, you're really, um, you, you, you go on the TV every night and you say these controversial things. What did you think was going to happen if you left your house and went to a coffee shop? Do you think everybody's going to love you? Like he had to, if he doesn't want to be confronted at coffee stores, he shouldn't say um, some of the stuff that he says. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a trade-off. Right. He probably academically knows that that would happen to him, but like no one wants that. It's kind of like celebrities. It's a trade-off of, okay, you're going to, Leonardo DiCaprio does not have autonomy anymore. Being a politician, you lose autonomy. And so. Yeah, but uh, so you can't become an actor 
right? You can't go into the acting business and not think, oh, if I'm successful at this, I'm going to have to be in the public space and be able to deal with it. Or is it like, I just want to act so badly that I'm not going to deal with that stuff. You, I mean, you almost have to accept that you're going to have to deal with pressure, public. I keep on using the term academically. Yeah, you should do that. But some people, I've definitely met quite a few of them think that I need to create my art, you need to pay me handsomely for this. And um, I'm only going to do what finding my bliss. And so uh, the people that are drawn to acting are all across, I mean, all walks of life, all different thought processes. Like I don't, you should, I think you should understand what you're getting yourself into. I think a lot of people don't, especially if you start doing it really young um, or figuring out who you are first. You know, Kurt Cobain, lead singer of Nirvana, I've watched a little bit of documentaries about him and he truly believed that they were never going to be successful. He just liked being in a band and they made an album and all of a sudden it blew up and then he had to, all this public pressure on him and eventually killed himself because the pressure was too much. But I kind of feel bad for him in that instance that he didn't want to be a rock star. He just was trying to join a band and play music. Yeah, he was trying to have a good time. Yeah, I mean, that's the lightning in the bottle situations from time to time happen. But you know, the other one I was thinking about was uh, wedding toast. Like sometimes you're, you know, you're just a normal Joe Blow going through your day and maybe a friend gets married and then you got, you like, you hate giving toasts. You hate talking in front of people, but your friend's getting married. They got to, you got to now say a wedding toast and the pressure's on you. I feel like that one's a little bit unfair, but hey, if you have friends and they get married, you might have to give a toast so that the pressure will be on. Yeah. I mean, everyone's scared or the number one public speaking. Everyone has public speaking. It's not something you like. So just do it more. And, And this is my last one is like, then you'll never ask for a raise, right? Everybody thinks, not everybody deserves it. Not everybody thinks they should have one. But if you think you're good at what you do, you eventually want to go to your boss and say, I deserve a raise. Then you have to be ready for the scrutiny your boss is going to give back to you if you truly want to raise. You have to be prepared your word. Yeah. And unfortunately, with the working climate today, the best way to get a raise is to go to another job. Yeah, for sure. Especially in the tech sector, if you've been somewhere for more than uh, 18 months, there's something wrong with you. And by the way, if you go to another job, there's going to be a lot of pressure because people are going to expect some things because you're the new person. Yeah. Under pressure. Dun, 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 dun. Vanilla Ice. Yes, let's wrap that up with Vanilla Ice. If you want to chat with uh, Remake, I don't, what did he sample that from? Was it called Under Pressure? Uh, it was from uh, David Bowie. David Bowie in uh, uh, Queen song. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, please reach out. You can find us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Andrew for Vanilla Ice. Thanks for stopping by.